Good morning, you two. What can I get for you? I'll have a stack of pancakes. Uh, yeah, me too. And, and make them... Spooks! Okay, and did you want coffee with that? Oh, yeah, definitely coffee. Definitely. Yeah, coffee would be great, thanks. Welcome to Spooky Pancakes, the podcast where a dad and his team discuss horror movies they watch together over Saturday morning pancakes. I'm Dave. I'm the dad. I'm Rowan. I'm the teen. So what's on the menu this week? Specifically, the curse of La Llorona. Um... This is uh, this is a, was a, a request uh, by Ro. Ro is very into the whole Conjuring universe. I am, uh, yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I just I've always liked ghost sort of stuff, yeah. and like the Conjuring has just been like really cool for me. And also, I'm currently in a Spanish class, and I've been really obsessed with learning Spanish. And so then the fact that like it is the the uh, urban legend of La Llorona is like actually it's an actual urban legend mm-hmm. and you know it's from Mexico and sure. I've known about it before even um, watching you know, this I, or I don't think I had ever heard of this legend huh. before um, you know this but I'm I've, I've always yeah. uh, I'm always interested in finding out all of the like cool uh, spooky stories from you know different cultures. Uh, I was a a uh, an, an an anthropology major for a while, and so yeah. you know just hearing you know stuff from uh, other parts of the world uh, is is pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, the urban legend of La Llorona is um, where I mean they show you this in the beginning of the film, but uh, this woman. Her uh, husband, like, cheats on her, and mm-hmm. out of, like, anger, she tries to take away the one thing he can't replace, which is their two sons. Yeah, that's pretty rough. And, yeah, and so she drowns him in the lake in, like, a fit of rage. Yeah. And then, after she realizes what she did, she, like, is overrun by guilt and drowns herself in the lake. Yeah, that's so counterproductive, you know, yeah. um... As, as I'm not saying, unfortunately, um, yeah, I can think of some real life instances of, of uh, you know, people doing this sort yeah. of thing. I don't know if this is true, but it specifically seems like typically women, um, yeah. you know, and even the sort of drowning thing, you know, there, there was a, a woman uh, who drove her minivan into the river or something like that which is i mean all yeah. this is like super dark and and terrible i mean we are a podcast about horror so i would be surprised if it wasn't dark and terrible yeah sure the time sure it's just you know to me i feel like if if your goal 
is to get revenge on somebody. Like, the first part about having revenge is, like, you know, being there to see it. Yeah. Um. So that that's part of the failure. The other part is, like, this is sort of like being mad at somebody, and uh, this is going to be a terrible oh, uh, analogy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, you know, but you, you're like, the way that I'm going to get back at them um is uh i'm i'm going to you know wreck our car or you know it's just you know you end up it's like then you wreck your car you wreck your car you know now you're now you're screwed like you got to rethink this sort of thing you know and yeah i get it that he values his children more than anything else but like you, so does she right you it, they can't be simultaneous things that you find that thing that only like, he values you know that girl he's cheating with right i think that would be a good Drown start her in the river right yeah that's that's really unfortunate so the you know this this ghost is really a tragic and unfortunate ghost but it, it's somebody yeah. who made a really bad decision and um apparently now has to pay for it uh yeah. forever that's yeah. how bad a decision it yeah is. and so trying to fill the void of the two sons that she lost she goes around um and the the story um is that she goes around and like if you're bad she like as a child she'll like take you oh, and oh, drown you in a so river. okay this is a she, like, real... tries to fill the void with other children hey Right. Okay. So this is maybe one of my. So this is the first gripe uh, that I have with this with this film, is that is not apparent in this. You know, like I understand that that's the mythology of all of this, and that sort of you know makes sense. But there is no sense in this. Like my, you know understanding now of of the whole La Llorona is that uh, she operates as kind of a, a boogeyman or boogeywoman yeah. in this case. Um, equal opportunity, um, you know, <laughs> uh, for for uh, bad guys, I guess, or bad people. Um, but with the same sort of idea that, like, it's the threat of, like, if you do something bad then La Llorona is going to get you, kind of like, um, you know, like, uh, it's like the opposite of Santa, yeah. right? It's like Krampus then, <laughs> Yeah, Krampus, right? which right? is another really good movie, by the way. Um, so, but that is not ever clear. So number one, right, did La Llorona come for the initial boys in this movie because they had been skipping school? Like, because there's this whole thing where, where, like, there's truancy, but I, I think the truancy is because mom is keeping them in a closet. Yeah. Right? Um, so my question is about, yeah, you, you've you got, it's, ah. it's springtime, I guess. It is. Um, yeah, we just turned the clocks ahead, so we're a little bit messed up here. Yeah. Um, so my my gripe is... Like, I have no idea why La Llorona came for those initial two boys. 
Yeah. Uh, so what I just I just read something because I was trying to remember if she was the weeping lady or the weeping woman. The weeping woman is a painting by Picasso. She's the weeping lady. Okay. All right. But sure. Um, in that I also read that uh, another version of the story is that if she heard a child crying, mm-hmm. that she would go to that child thinking it was one of her own, oh. and that she's like still like a ghost around and so that she would like oh, find so, out it wasn't her child and then and drown then, them in the then, river. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that makes so this is an opportunity they really missed. But um so th- this is the you know, it's not the better watch out part, it's the better not cry yeah. part. So this this is a mythology about, you know, parents who are sick and tired of hearing their kids crying. They're like, seriously shut up. You know what? Ha- if you don't stop crying, La Llorona will get you. You know, like stop crying right now. Um, I used to. So <laughs> thinking of like, I don't think, you know, something uh, my brother and I like we we are never I don't you know, I don't think anybody ever yelled at us about like crying too much. Um, but we went to a babysitter's and they had kids who would like cry at the drop of a hat. And I remember the mom used to do this thing where she would like pull her eyelid, lower eyelid down and say, like, do you see anybody in there who gives a care? Oh. Which I don't know what that's about. It was like a kind of an Italian thing. And and she would be like, you know, uh, you know, rub her fingers together and be like, this is the world's smallest violin playing for you or whatever. It's like really kind of almost nasty stuff but it was it, she was in a household with a lot of kids who would cry Colin and yeah. I were not among those kids but um but yeah it's interesting so I know it's a thing like you you kids never really were you know crying where we had to tell you to like stop crying yeah. um you know but I can imagine that there are families out there who are like you know seriously shut up or while you're on us coming yeah yeah. So but, but that doesn't happen here. No. Okay, so synopsis time. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, so it's the 1 minute movie, in movie a minute. challenge. Yeah. yeah. M- movie movie, in, a movie minute. in a minute. Yep. Okay. We're probably not going to be able to do this. Okay. Hold okay. on, let me get my timer. Okay. Reset and go. Okay. Uh 1673 Mexico woman drowns children. Okay. Um um, we find out that there's a social worker woman, and she goes to this person's, ho- this woman's house, and find out that she has her two sons in a closet. Yeah, social worker does not like that. Opens the closet against the mom's, uh, screams not to. They take uh, the kids away. They take the kids away. Um, um, the kids end up going to an orphanage and getting taken and drowned by La Llorona. So mom has to go to the scene of the crime. She takes her own kids. At which point, her own kids see La Llorona. Okay, um, La Llorona follows her kids around and follows them back home and ends up trying to drown them. Okay, then the mom realizes the error of her ways, comes and uh, allows the mom to try to stop La Llorona. Yes. Um, um, ah, The end. The end. They don't die. <laughs> I didn't even know where you left off. Oh, no. I didn't know where you okay. left off. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to fast forward. So there's yeah. obviously that we missed a lot of stuff. Uh, but I mean, the basic the basic premise is that, right? It is that yeah. there, 
there's this. So let's 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 talk about let let's they have the legend part, which we get. It, yeah. It's kind of nice. We see, you know, Mexico. Uh, it has this uh, sort of yellow filter. Oh yeah, it's, it's that, beautiful. That I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of movies and shows, whenever they're depicting Mexico. Everything has like a yellowish to orangish sort of tint. I guess it's to make us feel like it's it's hot there or something. <laughs> I don't know. The first like movie the that sun. the first movie I, I I can recall doing that was this movie called Traffic, which was really good. Uh, but there was like a different uh, color temperature. I guess maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Um, Sometimes that happens when like they go to like. LA and and it's normally on like the east coast and then they go to the west coast and it's all like, like bright and sunny. It's like orangey and the east coast is always like uh, like bluish green yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or gray. Yeah, or like yeah. how in Twilight the um <laughs> north uh, Yeah. The northwest uh in Washington is all like hashtag twilight twilight filter that like blue gray. But like right. still when they go like southwest it gets like warm. Or really anywhere south coast yeah, absolutely because they do that with like florida too but yeah. like north gray yes south yellow yep and so they <laughs> they do that here uh it's a pretty cool scene you see a little bit of the of the drowning happening and then you know she's like chasing after the other kid and we don't have to see her drown both kids which is which is good yeah. um i'm not a ghoul um yeah later we do end up seeing her see her husband cheating and we see her crying after she realizes that she drowned her children right and yeah. that's why she's called the weeping lady because do we see that yeah when the like priest guy is talking about the uh, okay story all right, of all right. Yeah, yeah yeah later on okay i see what um, you're saying okay i thought you meant like directly afterwards okay no later on in the movie yeah um, so we we fast forward 300 years oh you know what i also learned um while reading on the like a little bit of the history of La Llorona, mm -hmm. a very, very little bit. Um, I learned that she like cried so much that she couldn't cry anymore. And so her eyes became like black holes. Ooh. And that like, yeah. then she drowned herself afterwards. Huh. She couldn't cry anymore. But that's why she's called the weeping lady because she like literally would not stop crying until sure. she died. Sure, sure. Okay, so we fast forward 300 years to 1973. So I was like immediately and I'm like, sweet, 1973, that's that's really cool. I, I, I like the idea of this, you know, taking place in the 70s. Yeah. But for the life of me, I can't figure out a, a – like it didn't really end up making too much of a plot point except no. uh, it helps them tie into the Conjuring universe a little bit more. Yeah, I think it it's kind of eye candy. I, I like seeing all that old stuff. I mean, maybe some of it's nostalgia for me, but seeing like the old TVs, um, there was like TV dinners and stuff like that uh, yeah. that that she served. Um, but other than that, it's not. I mean, well, I guess. Um, I mean, it keeps cell phones from being a thing. Yeah, which cell phones can be, um, if people aren't creative about it, they can kind of be the death of horror. Yeah. You know, because it's just too easy to be like, well, huh, I'm going to get on my cell phone and call somebody. You I mean, know? hey, that's good for us. Right. But in then in real life, in real life, sure. I mean, they can always do the like, we don't have any service, but, you know, um, it's it always seems like uh, 
or overplayed. Cheap. Yeah, I like, mean, especially seriously? if they if they were in Los Angeles and they're like, I'm not getting any service. Like, really? Where are the trees? <laughs> but, but anyhow, um, so yeah, we're in we're in 1973, and um, we've got this woman who's a social worker, and I don't know they kind of, they develop her character a little bit. We know she's a single mom. Um, <clears throat> whoa. <laughs> Wow. They, yeah. And the um I, I I liked the filmmaking at this point. Um I know yeah. the the filmmaker, this is his first movie. Oh. Um so and and nice. he, his last name is Chavez. So uh yeah. so I'm like on board with a a Latinx person yeah. uh actually directing yeah. uh, a movie that's about this, you know, cuz that could have gone awry. Yeah. Um and um and it's a it's a really nice. The look of it is great. The way that we go through and follow their their crazy hectic morning, get the kids on the bus to school. Um, this sort of a setup shot is it's a, it reminds me of other movies. I mean, the movie that I think of the most um, is one that we definitely will um, not watch together. <laughs> called Boogie Nights. Um, but there's a, there's a whole scene at the beginning that's just fantastic. That's like one continuous Mm -hmm. shot. And this one has that sort of a feel to it. Um, but anyways, we get all of that stuff out of the way and then we get into the meat of the story, which is her going to, uh, this woman's house who's a mother and and has two kids and, and she's has a relationship with her and, um, ends up, you know, going in and it's, you know, they don't know where the kids are. They haven't been to school. Yeah. And find them locked in a closet that has all these eyes. Yeah. Um, that are like drawn the house. all over. It looks like to me, it looks like they took like charcoal or something. Yeah. And, like the house is filled with candles. Yeah. Lots of lots of candles. So it's the mood is great. I buy it. I'm so into it at this point. I'm yeah. I'm like I'm like full on ready for whatever. Um, they find the kids and the mom is like, like super pissed and it's basically like, you know, that's it. You've, you've killed them. Yeah. And then, uh, like we said that the social worker lady takes the kids out of the closet after Patricia, the mom, Uh um, that's the only name I actually remember. Oh, and. Sam was her daughter. Okay, yeah. Chris was the son. Huh. Um, yeah, but after they take Patricia, uh, <clears throat> like, police do, because they're like, she has her kids locked in a closet. That is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so they take her. Yeah. And then she finds the key and unlocks it and brings the kids out and finds, like, uh, and then ends up bringing them to like the police station. Later, finds like burns on their hand and or yeah. arm. What do you think of the uh, What do you think of the makeup for those burns and stuff? That was really good. Like, I know exactly how they did it. Probably, oh, you do? but like, what, what what would be your the way that you would do it? Okay, so I would put uh, a thing of liquid latex down. I've actually done something similar to it before. Mm-hmm. A thing of liquid latex down, and then like gently like peel it and like. Uh, is the color then put on top, or is, yeah. it, is that an, an underneath thing? It's like it's on top. It's on top. You put the latex, you peel it around, and make like little holes, mm-hmm. and then 
you do like the color on the inside. Well, first you would probably put like foundation over it to match your skin tone powder and then do the color of mm-hmm. the burns, which would be like a, you would have like a whitish rim around the latex, but then the inside would be kind of like a goopy reddish with like a white in the middle. Yeah. They, they looked, they looked pretty good. They were they're pretty, pretty convincing. Yeah. Um, so they, they go away and I, you know, there's a, like for me, the, the movie just kind of, it meanders a, a little bit for me. Um, you know, yeah. the, the, how soon after are the, do the kid, the kid, oh, the kids see they, the they kid, see they're, they're and... visited by the, and again, why why has why has La Llorona come for them? I just want like you can't give me that. Yeah, we that part I just don't know. That part is annoying to me. I wanna know so that part's annoying. The other part is and this is like a complaint for throughout, is that the rules for for this are are not anything that I don't know. I don't feel like the rules are explained very well of like what to what to expect. Yeah. Um. I feel like they like, break the rules sometimes. The, you know, uh, like you, you, like you can and you can't see her. You need. Yeah. You. She can only be seen in reflection. She can't see herself in a reflection because that makes her upset or something. I, you know. I don't know, but at any rate. I feel like I kind of wish that they would explain the curse a little better. Yeah. And like why? Because they explain what happened. They just don't explain why she is then a ghost and well, what she does. Because because <laughs> then it, it becomes the sort of thing where you're like, oh, you know, I have to watch out that I'm not this or kids who are this or are at risk of being haunted or, or whatever. But there's just the... the and it, I don't even necessarily get the sense that it's entirely random either because later on, you know, after her kids are, are killed by La Llorona, the... Um, what is it? The mom is Patricia. You said, yeah, yeah. Pat- Patricia then uh, basically prays to La Llorona to come and take the social workers' kids. Yeah, and to get her kids back. Yeah, I think she went crazy. Yeah, because the that's... social workers then like you can't get them back even if you kill mine. Right, they're not coming back. Right, they're not coming back. That's that's not how it works. And and again, that's sort of like that woman turned into La Llorona. In a way yeah. of, you know, like, I'm going to take away the thing that's most important to you, right? Yeah. And so, you know, she's continuing along this sort of, you know, bad decision path. But yeah, let's talk about these kids seeing La Llorona. Uh, the first time with the sons? Yeah. In the hospital? Yeah, the, the, ki- hospital. the kids in the, hospital. in the hospital slash orphanage, wherever. Yeah. Wherever they are. Um, okay. Uh, this freaked me out. Like, legitimately, this movie it made it made me scream sometimes. You screamed a lot in this movie. There were there were a fair a, amount of jump. scares. There were a shitload of jump scares, and I'll tell you something right now. I I kind of hold it against this movie that there were so many jump scares, <laughs> I, I, because I actually did not find it even a little bit scary. <laughs> Right. It was just jump scares, but like yeah. it wasn't at, there wasn't any for me. It wasn't. Um, 
I don't know. There wasn't anything like horrifying about it. Yeah, there wasn't anything where I was and like, I'm a oh parent, my God, like... and I'm a parent. You know, like yeah. I should feel for these kids in danger, but I don't know. I never really felt like they were ever really in danger. I don't know why. No, um, it's. I mean, but it was the, the acting of the kids was really good. Yeah, the kids oh, were no, good the, actors. You know, it I had nothing like... to do with that. It was the writing for me. It was the writing. Yeah, but... I mean, they seemed too able to not be in peril. They seemed too able to like help themselves well, so, so like there's ends up being weird stuff i'm kind of jumping around but i, I f- that's what we're gonna do there uh, honestly we've told you the plot the plot yeah. there's not much to this plot seriously it's yeah. you know the um the one thing that we did not mention at all is that the the um the social worker mom who can you look to see what her name I'll is, see it. I'll find it um but the social worker mom uh enlists anna Anna, right, and enlists the help. Uh, well, she tries to enlist the help of the one of the priests from the Conjuring movies, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's basically like, "Well, it's going to be a long process," and she doesn't feel like they have time, and so he kind of recommend recommends this uh, curandero. I think that's how you say it. Um, yeah, and his name is Rafael Olvera. And who plays him? You know Raymond Cruz. Yeah, very, very um, great actor. Uh, he's in Breaking Bad. He's Tuco mm-hmm. in, in Breaking Bad, and it's an utterly terrifying character. Uh, so it's kind of fun to see him in uh, a less terrifying role. And he's actually the kind of the um, uh, the the comedy in this. Uh, in yeah. this movie, and so I and I appreciated that. I thought he was I thought he was pretty good, um, and he adds a lot of like really cool uh, set dressing too, with his candles and yeah. all his you know uh, doodads and the eggs that he uses to yeah. you know see if there's evil presence and black blood comes out of them, which is yeah. which is kind of cool. Uh, my favorite line of his is so Anna asks like. You use my son as bait, and he's like, "No, I used all of you as bait." Yeah, it was and good. It's hilarious. It's good. Is he had he's very dry, um, but yeah. So at any rate, um, the uh, the jump scares. Part of it was it there were, and there were a few things that I think were were creepy and good, uh, but most of the time it was like a screaming face. And hands reaching out. Yeah. Over yeah. and over and over and over again. And, like, I just was waiting because I was like, there's going to be another jump scare here. And there it is. Okay, good. It's like I could time it. And this is – we talked in a previous podcast about about jump scares and how when there's too many that I, I feel like it – it, you know, it it loses the impact of the jump scare. I don't jump as much. I don't feel it as much because I just know like it's coming, and I and I'm not thinking it's coming in a like oh I dread it way. I'm just like oh, here's your opportunity for a jump scare, <laughs> you know. And when every single one of them does it, it's different than when like sometimes it doesn't happen. And I think in this movie, nearly every setup where it could be a jump scare paid off in a jump scare. Yeah. And we. So the scariest is when you think there will be a jump scare and then there isn't. Right, because then you're on edge and you're like, "Oh no, that wasn't it!" Right. So we do this thing um, in audiology, 
mm-hmm. where when we're we're trying to test little little kids mm-hmm. hearing um what we do is we'll play a sound out of a speaker and i light up a toy and i look for the kid to turn in the direction of the toy and after a while they associate that sound with the toy so as we turn the sound down i play it and then they turn to look for it and it tells us that they heard it right yeah but we cannot reward them with lighting up the toy every single time because after a while they don't turn anymore yeah so you have to make it sort of inconsistent because if you if you reward every single time the reward loses its value and that's sort of what it feels like to me with the jump scares is that if you set it up every single time that there's could be a jump that there is a jump then i'm like well yeah all right i because i see the setup yeah i'm i'm not as scared because i see the setup coming from a mile away but i don't know it's a it's a it's a it's actually a pretty major quibble, but um, you know, what did you think of the makeup for um, La Llorona, the the actual uh, woman? That was like really good. Yeah. It was what I am okay. So we haven't seen the nun because I kind of refused to see that because I was super scared of the nun in one of the Conjuring movies when yeah. it like vaguely shows up. Yeah, you did not like that. I did not like it. it I slept in your room. I was going to say for that a little were, bit. Right. <laughs> um and so and I we're have, not religious. No. So, um, I have it's refused to see the nun. Um but I figured that the makeup of La Llorona is similar to what the nun is because I mm-hmm. was just looking through uh pictures from La Llorona like why i was looking at the cast and then i went to images because i can yeah uh and there were a whole lot of stuff of like her of the like movie poster mm-hmm. uh and one of them was well all of them had la yadona i said she wants your children I'm like, right sure like it just just kind of seems a little cheesy but okay uh yeah. <laughs> i really yeah. like this movie don't get me wrong i really like this movie um but like one of them she her makeup looked like a lot like the one from the nun. I yeah. was like, huh. I so Or like the black I, eyes and the like right, well, orangey teeth. I, I was a little bit thrown by like the black tears. Yeah. And I mean, part of it is like it it looks to me initially like you've cried with a lot of mascara on. Yeah. You know, which was my first take about it. And then I was like, from 1673? Um, yeah. But then I thought, you know, maybe it's like, you know, with statues, how they get stained from running water. And, yeah. you know, it's blackish. But it was so, um, it was so dark black. I think I don't it know. was just so you could see that she was crying. I Well, so that's the thing <laughs> that then I, 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 I actually ended up. You're good. I I ended up and was like, yeah, because tears otherwise are are transparent and yeah. you can't see them, and we need some visual depiction of the fact that she is crying. So the way that we do that is we make them black tears, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks spooky, but sometimes there's like I would know from doing makeup that sometimes I want to do something spooky, and then someone asked me like, but why? And I was like, um. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't know. Just for oh, the sake of it, it, looked, it, it, seemed, scary. it seemed scary. It was good. Um, well, like if there's no real reason for it, then it starts to seem a little silly because it's like, yeah, the, that's be, the reason is kind of what makes it scary now. I think for me, um, my my favorite creepy moment, and this is I could have done with a whole lot more of these and less jump scares, is the moment when the little girl is taking a bath. Yes. And there are these curtains that are behind the bathtub and very cleverly you pointed out like right away <laughs> that the lace of the curtains looks very much like the lace of the white dress that La Llorona wears. And you figured out like immediately you saw like, oh, just, you know, over there, that's, you know, do you see her? Yeah. And so, she, you know, she kind of comes out of that and and then she's like helping the girl wash her hair, which yeah, with her, you know, like gray dead hands with their yellow talon like yeah. fingernails and that was really good that part I really really liked but was what was confusing I don't know so like sometimes La Llorona is there sometimes La Llorona is not there people would come in and La Llorona is is visible sometimes not you know yeah. like I and there was a thing too where do you remember that after that happened to the little girl, um, the uh, curandero said uh, that, like, she she's touched, you know, the other side or whatever, and she's cursed right now, and she can't really, yeah, you know, she's kind of catatonic. And then, like, later on, she's just, like, running around the house and stuff. No explanation for, like, why she's no longer, like, catatonic anymore. Do you remember that? I do, but I don't think that's one that happened. What do you mean? I think that uh, she was catatonic after she got pulled out of the house and oh, okay, yeah, in okay, the yeah, 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 pool yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, you're right, tub. you're right, you're right. You're so right. I think she was running around the okay. house and wasn't yet fair enough, like, fair catatonic. Enough. And then I think later is when that happened, and I forget how it ends. Yeah, it's. I I forget how they get La Llorona to go away. Like he turns their pool into holy water. He puts yeah, the... and they're using the um, and then we get a little bit of the mythology, right? We get the that the fire trees were yeah. were like the only witness to her crimes or whatever. Yeah, and so um, you know, the, he has a cross that's made out of the tree. Uh, yeah, and uh, the tree's wood, and I think she like stabs. Oh yeah, she does stab her in the heart with you know. Yeah. So it stabbed a ghost. Yeah. But I mean, a ghost is substantial enough to actually like grab things and drown them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some cool, there's some cool moments. Um, I don't know. I just, I wanted there to be more yeah. from, from this. I think you and I, I think this may be the first time that we like really substantially differ yeah. on, on how we, how we feel about a, about a movie. Yeah, I mean, personally, I agree on the thing with the jump scares, but, like, I kind of like jump scares. Well, sure, Because it's sure. when I really am scared. Yeah. It's like, and I also don't love to still be scared after a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Yeah. Because I just like being able to sleep. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I like a good jump scare. And uh, I don't really like 
I like the occasional psychological thriller, but like I don't really like to be scared afterwards. Well, I see. I just you know as a as an observer of you, uh, spectating, uh, and you seem more engaged with movies that have a lot of jump scares. It's just because it keeps me like con- like back onto the screen where I'm like, when's it gonna happen again? Right. Sure. Because it's just like I have to watch or else I'm gonna miss the next jump scare. Like, or, like I have to watch because like it keeps like scaring me and so i'm just like drawn in by right. the i don't know it just engages me a little more than like other ones where it's like it keeps scaring me i see what you're saying i think some of this is like a is maybe like a gen z difference this is maybe an age difference you know too and some yeah. of it, it you know it's just it, it's just different like you know it's not to say that you don't you don't like more you know, slow burn, you know, kind of things as yeah. well too. You like that, you know, yeah. but, but I definitely see, see you engaging you know, with this. And the, the filmmaking is slick. That's you know, also kind of why I like the Conjuring films too, is because they have a good amount of jump scares and they always have a happy ending yeah. where it's like, they're always done with the thing. And like, there's the big, like happiness scene at the end, like the sure. classic Conjuring yeah. universe. Yeah, so. that is that is really that is a, a very conjuring sort of thing that I, I don't think I expected when I when I watched the conjuring the first time. But yeah, you know, we'll we'll talk about the conjuring at some point too. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I enjoy uh uh you know, I'm a I'm a kid of the eighties and nineties and you know, I, I kinda like that dark, you know, sort of thing at the end of like gives you second thoughts about whether, you know, evil has truly been vanquished. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe in this day and age, <laughs> with the world being the way it is, maybe maybe we need a little less of that and a little bit more of, like, see, yeah. bad, bad stuff can be overcome. <laughs> you uh, know? Yeah, definitely. That is, that is quite needed. Yeah. So what do, you, what, do you think about, uh, what do you think about the women in this movie and, and the role of, of, of women in this movie? Um, I'm torn because... It's both that, like, there's really empowering mothers who are, like, protecting their kids at all costs, which includes locking them in a closet. Mm-hmm. But also that, like, it gives into a little bit of, like, a hysteria vibe where it's, like, it's, like, mothers are only living for their children. Once they don't have them, they become, like, hysterical messes and all they want to do is, like, take other people's happiness away and like yeah that i mean the the legend of la llorona la llorona has that vibe anyway where like Mm -hmm. she kind of goes into hysteria after like sure just seeing her husband cheating on her which is fair that's pretty sucky well it sucks but again to go to go back to how much that that sucks it's like it's like yeah your husband sucks but at least you got your kids yeah oh no no you don't because you you have killed (laughs) yeah it's bleak yeah so it it, it's it's so so it feels like it it kind of brings back that sort of like hey uh when patricia goes from like i prayed to her so that she'd take yours to have mine back yeah like she goes from that to becoming actually like oh i realize why that's 
bad. Let me help you out a little bit. Right. I forget how she helps, but she does end up helping. Well, she had like either like pushed Anna into a closet and locked her in there or oh, something yeah, she like that. Her down the stairs. Or yeah, something. and to let you don't get to her and. Right, and then she's like, you know what? Go ahead and and like let her out of the closet or whatever, and was like, go get her. Yeah, um, like, go get your kids. Yeah. Um, interesting. So she does get reclaimed, but there's a little bit of a like. There's a common thing is that like women become very hysterical, and mm-hmm. it's <sighs> aggravating because <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. Well, I mean, if I th- I think it's only fair if somebody's you know kids are murdered, you'd no. become hysterical. But I don't I think mean, it. Ne- yeah, but like. But also, it made me think like this is back to a different point. But you know, the fact that the mom like prayed to La Llorona to take the other kids it, in my mind, I'm sort of like, does it work that way though? Like that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Yeah, like right. she took your kids, right? And like, you're gonna pray to her, right? Like, what do you? Why? Like, but I thought that the La Llorona came for like to take away like nasty crying kids and stuff, you know. So that's where it's yeah. like, it feels to me like lazy filmmaking. It feels like they didn't do their research. Yeah, like so, or like they did the bare minimum. Right. Research. So what they did, and so this is why I'm saying this is a a great opportunity for a Latinx sort of picture with a Latinx person at the helm. Mm -hmm. And there is the mom does not speak Spanish ever. Yeah. The, there is some Spanish spoken, but most of the times they then immediately say what they said in Spanish and English. Yeah. Which is a little bit like I get they probably didn't want to use subtitles and they didn't want to totally lose people. So you get the flavor of their being Spanish. But like that's I don't think that somebody somebody would necessarily say something in Spanish and then repeat it in English. That seems weird. Um, But there are all these. Unless someone looks at you like you're crazy and there's like. What did you just say? And then you have to repeat it in English, right. which happens sometimes with you, where like you'll say something to me in Spanish, and I'll be like, "What?" And then you'll say it again in English. <laughs> I'm probably saying it wrong in Spanish, but um, what? I'm probably saying it wrong in Spanish <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so so part of me is like, this was a great opportunity to really explore this theme, this culture, and in the end, like I'm. I think I read some stuff that what the curandero is is doing is potentially mostly like Santeria. Mm-hmm. And the Santeria is like island oriented and Mexico is not in the islands, you know. So it's like from like I think like Cuba or like Puerto Rico and, and stuff like that. But yeah. People are going to hate me after this. I'm going to be so wrong about it. But, um, but at any rate. So, an interesting thing is, this isn't the only La Llorona movie that's out there. There's a whole bunch. And there's, I think there's one that came out this year that's Guatemalan. Mm -hmm. And that, I don't know, that I think maybe has the potential, especially being produced in, uh, you know, like a, a Latinx country. 
you know, stands a chance of maybe having more of what I felt like was missing from this because mm-hmm. it, it felt like this was a an opportunity to use this idea, but then not really. It just it's an opportunity for it to be just another ghost story. I don't know, and like I felt like there could have been more. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just yeah being overly uh, critical, but um, you know, if if you have to change the rules in order to tell the story that you are trying to tell, then maybe that you shouldn't be using this device to tell the story. You know what I mean? Like if it's going to be legal (laughs) horror, if it's going to be horror movie legal for somebody to sick La Llorona on somebody else, you know, then maybe, maybe it's not La Llorona. Maybe it's some, maybe it's some other spirit. Yeah. You know, so it seems like it's capitalizing on on that without really doing it. Yeah. Okay. The the legend of La Llorona. That is the new one. The new one is like 2021. Yeah. In Guatemala. Uh, 2022. 2022. Guatemala? Is that what it is? I thought I read something about it. Mm. Um, it says Legend of La Llorona. Uh, uh, there's a 2019 La Llorona from mm-hmm. Guatemala. Oh, okay. All right, 2019. Yeah, I think that was the one that I, the one that I saw. It's just called uh, La Llorona. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean now we we can you know we can you know really uh, do a deep dive. Yeah. Into into that if that's something that you know strikes our fancy, I guess. Yeah. What was going on in the world that all of these happened simul- like really close around one another? Like, why did that happen? I don't know. Neither do I. I, I, I. I don't know. I'm just wondering. Or was it like one studio got word? Maybe. And, the, and then people were like, oh, man, that's a great idea. But it, there have been weird instances like that where movies that are really, really similar were all being made at the same time. And... You know, not that anybody was doing any sort of, you know, espionage or anything. It just sort of naturally happened that way. But. There have been at least 10 films that have, that specifically allude to La Llorona, including the first Mexican horror movie, uh, Ramon Piron, Pion, 1933, La Llorona. Wow. And Rafael Belladon's. Uh, I said that French, didn't I? Belledon. Let me see. Belledon. Belledon. I said that right. Okay, Belledon's. Belledon. Uh, 1963, The Curse of the Crying Woman. Oh, okay. There's a lot of La Llorona. All right, okay. So it it was just sort of in the cultural zeitgeist, you know, right now. Um, Yeah. Cool. All right, so what was the best kill? Okay. Not many people actually died in this Not movie. Not many people died. Do we... I, so, like, it, I think they they don't show us the, her killing those two kids, right? We just come to their corpses. Yeah. Yeah, which, like, again, see, like, okay, thanks for not showing us, like, yeah. child murder, but... Yeah, we see her, um, like, chasing them in a hall or something, but that's it. And then we hear that they died. Uh the only people we saw killed was one person, and that was the end of her own child. 
Right. Because her, Isn't her that son. Is the only one that we see? I, I think only the four of them die. Yeah. Yeah. And La Llorona herself, which, I mean, that was pretty cool. That's, that, was, that was, that was, that was the cool. best kill. That was the best kill. Because she turns into, like, a skeleton and then, like, is, like, goop. Yeah, goop, like, whirlwind goop. Her yeah. tear, Like, her tears, like, the curandero has been uh, collecting over the years and creates, yeah. like, anti-venom or whatever. With yeah. It. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe that might be part of it, too, for me. <laughs> How anti-venom? I don't know. Because he, because what? For venom, he I well, I don't know. Yeah, he used it to blind her. Yeah, there's a, there's just a, there's some flaws. All right, so what does the what's the world think of La Llorona? The world thinks that it should have a five point three out of ten out on IMDb. Really? Okay. Twenty eight percent. On Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and a four point three out of five on Facebook. <laughs> okay. And according to Google users, seventy four four percent like this movie. Huh. Yeah. All and right. What do we say? Yeah. What do we say? So, uh, what's our what's our list that we go through here? Story. What do you give it for story? How many uh, mispronunciations of La Llorona? Do you give it? <laughs> How many La Lorona's do you give it? Oh, ew, oh I hate that. Oh, ew. God. La Lorona. La uh, yeah. Uh, right. Um, story? Yeah. Had to. I mean, I'll give the, I'll, I'll give the story of three mispronunciations of La Llorona. <laughs> what about the acting? Yeah, I didn't hate the acting. I thought the acting was pretty good. I'll give it a four. Okay, I'll give the act. I'll give the acting a four too. Yeah. Also. Yeah. They, they, four nothing also. like really slayed me or anything. Um, the kids were pretty, pretty good. Some of the kids were better than others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um. What about the filmmaking, directing, editing, sound? That was all pretty. That was all really good, actually. It was slick, you know. So that that was the thing yeah. that I think saves it is, it has very much the same sort of feel as a lot of the Conjuring movies yeah, do. It isn't sloppy. No, in that sense. No, it looks nice. The lighting is always really, really good. Yeah. Um, the camera work is good. The sound is is you know is, is pretty is pretty good. So um, yeah, I I I think I I give that like a five. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'll give that a five. Um, make them an FX. Um, I give it a four because I feel like I, I wanted there to be more with, with La Llorona. It, there's something about it. it she looked like she, she looked was, a little flat. Yeah, and she looked like she should be in like a black metal band or something like that. She, you know, she looked like she's wearing corpse paint. You know, it did look pretty painted and not like it was her skin. It yeah, wasn't it extremely didn't... convincing. It was mildly convincing, but not extremely. Yeah, it just did not look very realistic to me. Yeah, so know. it's it, it it looked. I don't know how much of it was CG and how much of it was practical. Yeah. in terms of of her, um, but I, I would have liked for her to look. A little bit more like she was there. Yeah. You know, I just kept on thinking that she looked kind of digitally for whatever reason. Yeah. 
So I'll give that a four. And then watch me be totally wrong. It's like all practical. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I give that a four. Okay. Um, overall. We are going to differ heartily on this. I'm a two. Before. Yeah, yeah. It just, it, this movie just didn't do, uh, like, mostly it, it comes out of, I think, uh, my sense of, of wasted potential. Yeah, okay, maybe a three and a half. After hearing what you said, maybe yeah. a three and a half. Yeah, I just feel like it, Rethinking. Going into this, it was a five. Now, wow, listening to all wow. your points oh, I'm of, sorry I did that to you. No, it's okay, it's okay. It, it's <laughs> I don't mean to yuck light. your yum. No, I it's know. okay. Like... I don't. Hey, you can like now. what you like. Every, no, it's you know, okay. no. I kind of realize it's a little bit of a uh, unfortunate situation where they didn't pay much attention to the actual history of what they were making a movie on, right. and so that's where that's where it's losing me. Yeah, is that they actually it. didn't. They everything else I'm okay with, but the fact that like like I'm okay with the stuff with like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense with her being seen or not being seen. But the fact that they, I feel like they didn't do enough research on the actual story of La Llorona. Oh, it's like, I'm not even sure they didn't do the research. It's just sort of like, it didn't play into the story that they really wanted to tell. Yeah. You know, and, you know, part of me is like, okay, I get it. There's this whole aspect of like, um, you know, taking kids away. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing I, you know, as we know, somebody who works for, you know, the Department of uh, Children and Family. Yeah. families uh it, that it, that's not an easy it's not an easy thing to do okay. um and uh and so i can i can understand that like there's that relation you know um of you know of, of that from the original um mythology of it of yeah. of the lost children and anger and you know now uh, seeking revenge, but it was almost like we were supposed to see a parallel between La Llorona and Patricia. Yeah. And it just, I don't know that it, it just never Not really. Patricia, pays Anna. Up. Nope. I mean, Patricia. Patricia? I do mean Patricia, the, the, the mom who gets protect, child protective services called oh. on her. I feel like she's in a position of like something that I, I was hurt. And so I'm going to go lash out and hurt you. Yeah. In a really, you know, well, we were, terrible we way. We definitely but she, were because when she, there was a point where she came into the house and we totally thought it was La Llorona the whole time. Right, sure. And then it was actually Patricia and we were both like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Right. And so that's cool because that, I, I think, is exactly what, kind of what they were trying to say. Um, yeah. And she ends up, uh, you know, I, what happens to her? Do we know what happens to her? I don't think we know. But everything was good. Everything at the end was happy and fun. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> the color returned to the picture, and yeah. uh, we had a just kind of brush it under the rug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Patricia exists. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm totally forgetting something that happened. Yeah, it just uh, I just totally forget. Like if anything even happens with her, did she die? I don't think she dies. I feel like if I wrote it, she would die. She would sacrifice herself if I wrote yeah. this. You know, and learn the error of her ways or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow. Well, it's been another episode of Spooky Pancakes. Uh, thank you all for for listening and joining us on this journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe uh, you'll be inspired to go check out the uh, actual uh, 
stories about La Llorona and maybe some of the other movies about it uh, as well. Yeah. And I mean, um, I we can hear am. about that, especially if anybody, you know, um, you know, comes from a place in the world where this is like a, something that they grew up with. You know, oh, yeah. We'd love, to, love to hear back from you on that. Oh, yeah, that'd be totally awesome to hear because we did not, and so we cannot have, we have the view and mindset on this of what we have seen on the internet seen from this movie and heard but we do not have first-hand experience so if we offended anyone in any <laughs> way shape or form yeah, on anything yeah, we said totally, today i'm very very sorry yeah, very unintentional uh, nothing but nothing but respect yeah uh all right well thank you everybody and uh this has been uh, dave and rowan reminding you to keep, keep it, it spooky. spooky. Find Spooky Pancakes online at SpookyPancakes.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at Spooky Pancakes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Spooky underscore Pancakes on Twitter. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And a five-star review would be great, too. Thanks. Bye.